0: Hey y'all, this is the Carefree Black Girl Podcast where we're discussing everything carefree black and girl. Yo, this is, this is now the third episode, the Hollywood issue. And I'm Ivy. And I'm Brie. And I'm IS. And I'm Dash. And it's Women's History Month. Woo, 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 woo. What's hey. going on, guys? And you know, happy
1: to be a woman. In, <laughs> these, in these rough, complicated <laughs> times, you know. Amen.
2: Yeah. Um, So, I, I'll start off. So, I just um got my official acceptance to a doctoral program for sociology so hey. it looks like i'm gonna move out west um i ain't got no family out there but we gonna make it work so if anyone listens and they're from cali central valley hit me up we can hang because i don't know nobody out there
0: um. <laughs> All right.
1: um what's going on with me um i have a mini tour going on uh it starts on the 17th and then ends sometime in april it's called the fence swinging tour so yeah Again, this is I.S. Jones, uh, and I'm a poet by trade. That's like my first and number one job. So I'm a poet. And yeah, I have a few shows coming up, and they're all going to be exciting, I hope. Hoping to see all of you out there.
0: Well, I told you guys I was interning for um, that media company, FRPTV, mm-hmm. and they've officially offered me a full time position. Congratulations. Congratulations! So now I'm like marketing, I'm like head of independent marketing. And development, also creative director. So they fly me to Miami right when I come back from vacations, like for the winter music festival, which is actually EDM. So I'm about to be experiencing a whole new genre of music that I would have never thought that I would. I would probably would never listen to unless Mm. my job sent me. (laughs) That's big. Congrats, girl! Thank you. What about you, Miss Dodge?
3: So, I'm actually, congrats on your job, but Thank I'm you. actually going through, like, life <laughs> right Girl, now. Listen, though, like, listen, the day <laughs> I had so far, it's only, like, 2 in the
1: afternoon. I'm,
3: like, pretty much the same, building my portfolio, working my ass off um, for Tao. I'm actually trying to decide right now in life, should I quit working mm-hmm. and chase my dreams full time and just figure it out? I remember Kwana, our carefree black girl president, she was telling me <laughs> how when she first moved to New York, you didn't work for your first two years. And I just feel like I've been here for almost two years in New York City, I'm from Rochester, upstate New York, and I don't have time to focus on what I came here to do, be a celebrity wardrobe stylist. So I'm kind of just going through that, figuring out whether I should switch my job where I could make more hourly and not have to work so many days or figure it out some other type of way
0: and don't work. Okay. Well, I'm going to go into the entertainment segment, segment and I'm pretty sure... Like, it's a lot going on. I mean, everyone's, like, all caught up on this Nicki Minaj and Remy thing that no one's actually paying attention to that Nicki Minaj just broke a record. So she's now tied with um, Aretha Franklin for, like, most hits. I think they have, like, 73 hits. Most, like, on the billboards, most top 100 or whatever. Um, only thing is, like, Nicki got most of her spots on this 100 because features where Aretha mm-hmm. Franklin got on this. Like, most of her 100s had just been her song, her mm-hmm. hits. Yeah. Which I think is pretty dope. But it's still, like, yes, as a woman, as a rapper, she's making strides. And I'm pretty sure she's going to be at 74 soon. Um, But, like, I just feel like everyone's so caught up in this beef that... They're not focusing on a bigger picture, that women are really out here making moves and breaking, you know. Here's my thing, though, about Nikki. All
1: yeah. right. I have.
0: <laughs> All right. So,
1: like, have y'all been following this Nicki-Remy um, Ma feud? Right. At it. first, at I'm first, over it I'm now. over. it I mean, I was over it after Sheeta dropped, and then she dropped like a part two or whatever, and apparently it was trash. I didn't listen yeah, to yeah, it because I was either. just over it.
0: Me too. Um, I didn't listen to part two, but Sheeta, I, I <laughs> listen, listen. I was in. Wait, I just gotta tell you where I was when I heard Sheeta. I had, I was looking, I was in, I think Staples for a new. um I needed a new hard drive for my computer. And everybody's like, sheet there, sheet there, sheet there. So I let like, go. Bro, like the guy in Staples was talking to me for seven minutes. I'm like, Do you not hear this, sir? Do you not hear what Remy is saying? <laughs> Yo, she And he was, was like, I'm just trying to My I'm God. just trying to sell you a hard drive, ma'am. Like, I'm like, No, do you hear this though? But I think it's kinda sad that again women are being pitted against each other. I mean, as entertaining as it may be, but like it's never more than like it's never room enough like for more than one top yeah. female in i mean the like is it tradition. is it women
1: pitting being pit against each other or did remy pick up this battle against her i don't really see i mean did you
0: hear the verses prior to this that nikki was yeah nikki was clearly taking shots or did oh, yeah, me? i
1: heard that like on her one of her features or whatever where she featured on someone else's track was
3: it gucci man it was gucci but i think she was taking shots i mean Did you watch Remy's um, interview on Wendy Williams? No. Well, she did an interview on Wendy Williams, and she was just basically saying that it – It's behind the scenes stuff that everybody doesn't see. Mm -hmm. Um, We all think that Nicki Minaj is the sweet, nice girl that she is. But Remy was saying that Nicki was trying to stop her money, stop her flow, stopped her from being booked, stopped her records from being played, basically so that she could reign as the queen, you know, the only female rapper. And that's when Remy was like, hold on, you can't, you're not going to stop my money. You're not going to stop my flow. And then write the Gucci record. Um, And she did what she had to do, I think. She either was hot. It was fire. And it's hip-hop. It's battles. I think some people took it deeper than what it was, even with Nikki's response. It was like, hey, people have been battling in hip-hop for years. I love me a good Smack DVD or whatever, <laughs> like,
0: you know? So. Yeah, but it's different when it's men battling and then it's women tearing each other down. Like, Sheether really came for the th- It came for things that we shouldn't have known about. Like, especially with that, I feel like that whole... Touching on the topic of her brother was so unnecessary. Like, come for Nicki's pen all the way. Because rappers, like, at the end of the day, your pen is your craft. So if you find out that someone is writing her lyrics, of course come for that. But to drag her family into a drag is just, like,
2: mm. I don't know. Maybe I'm about to, okay, this is Brie. Um, Maybe I'm about to, like, date myself. But I, the Biggie Tupac beef or whatever, I, like, lived that through movies same thing with Nas and Jay-Z but I feel like they probably said some crazy shit about each other's family too oh no Nas and, was wild Nas yeah, is some OD homophobic shit and I, shit though, and I think that's why like when it's women though we like it's kind of like we're in this mindset of we're supposed to um protect each other and look out for each other more than more than we have to more than it's necessary mm-hmm. especially when it comes to getting money like but basically what da just said like I didn't see the interview but that can that that's a fair point like right. if you're taking food out of my child's mouth out of my house like you, there comes a time where it's just like okay like enough is enough we gotta do what we gotta do if so we're gonna take it there we're gonna take it there And she took it all the way there she didn't just like oh i'm gonna dab my foot in it she was like no i'm gonna jump all the way in well, and i feel she, like
0: she surely did she just <laughs> died she off dead. the cliff i mean heart uh, rate was up i look but okay she was but look how okay so but do you let's just Go over to Hollywood, where all these black actors, black women actresses—I'm sorry—are standing next to each other. Like they're really uplifting each other. Like shout out to Viola Davis. Who? Yes. Yeah. But um, mm-hmm. but I and then I look at Hidden Figures, and you have Taraji, you have Olivia Spencer, you have J- like all these. It's like a sisterhood mm-hmm. in Hollywood and in movies where and rap, it's like you can't be. You it's, it can never be two top. Bitches in the room. I think it's the culture. Yeah.
1: Again, I
2: could
1: be... Yeah. This is... So this is I S. Jones. And I think... Because um, what I... I write I about hip-hop for for one of mm-hmm. my many livings. um And hip-hop was founded on that sort of grit, that kind of... Co- yeah. That sort of a competition. Mm-hmm. It's what keeps hip-hop alive and relevant. So it just...
0: it's a, ha- These beefs are just a natural part of the way the game goes. And this is why I wanted Nikki to respond, because at the end of the day... Because people were trying to say, like, oh, she doesn't have to respond. Sweetheart, this is hip-hop. Like... I if you need to defend your title. So, I mean, Nikki
1: got the last laugh sadly though, but she kind of but in the most kind of I guess legal or roundabout way cuz Remy can't play Sheether anymore cuz Nas stepped in and put
0: an end to that. That's true, and I think I don't know. I'm just saying I just wish but, Hollywood would do more. I mean, Hollywood. Um hip hop would just I understand. On, like, like it just sucks. Speaking? I would have loved to heard a Remy and Nikki song. Honestly,
2: mm, I understand. Okay, yeah, that yeah, makes yeah. sense. I do. From that perspective, I can understand how you went the camaraderie. How can you like, went, um, Yeah,
0: like I would have loved. To... Yeah, <laughs> I would have loved. If y'all could see, I you <laughs> now you know
2: why I'm laughing. <laughs> if y'all can see behind really, the behind this, reaching as hell for this one bottle right okay.
1: here now. <laughs> but, it was Struggle City for like a good minute. Oh, my Lord. We're trying oh, to get a
3: refill real
1: quick. Right.
0: Re- Ooh. <laughs> refill. But the thing is that
1: um, also, Ivy, going back to this whole issue about women thriving in hip hop, there's definitely the sort of glass ceiling conundrum right. that women in hip hop face that men just don't have we can mm-hmm. have two or three men being successful in hip-hop what? at once they but, when, video. but when it's more than one woman all of a sudden it's like everyone's like fighting for the one space in the room that women are allotted mm-hmm. and it's ugly and unfortunate because Remy is. got bars though she do. but she has
0: no flow she has no flow. I think oh, she does. No, she um, does No, I think
3: that Nikki's <laughs> flow just... has
0: become very corny to me. And it's it's I think mean, very flow It's, it's
1: low-key always been to me. It's
2: no, very, I've not loved... because it's just
0: like It's just very Drake-influenced. No. So, can mean, we talk like, Drake flows? No, I think no, it's also no. influenced
2: by these, like, oh, I have teeny Bopper fans, like 14, 16, 13-year-olds. Yeah, but, of course, but
0: if you heard that no frauds, that is such a Drake Flow to me, oh, it yeah. was so. Okay. And Drake is my favorite rapper, so I I kind of I know his sound, mm-hmm. and I'm like w- Drake should have just did the chorus if that's it. Word, I understand. but okay. I, but the but she is very witty and she can flow like she can how she could change up her flow and and do these different voices is entertaining. But um, back to Hollywood. Viola Davis is the first black woman to win an Oscar, Emmy, and Tony just for acting.
2: Exactly. And boop, that's boop, big ups boop. to her.
0: Big ups. And uh, first off, shout out to Viola. Like, I love that name, Viola. And, viola. Yeah, viola. And is it also-
3: Viola or Viola? I'm pretty Viola. I thought it was, uh, was Viola. I I mean, I've been it, calling Bridget. her Viola for my entire that's life. That's like the
0: instrument. Viola? Viola. All right. Viola. All right. It's so Viola Ms. Davis, yes. Viola. Viola Davis. Well, I'm still going to go with Viola because I like that. But if I was to meet her, I'd say, hey, hey, B, <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, auntie. I think
2: her acceptance speech was real. I loved it. Um, if y'all had the opportunity to see it at Viola. the Oscars. Um, it, was, it was real, and it was necessary, and it was raw, and I appreciated it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, also, her bringing up her life struggle. People were like, oh, like why does she have to bring, it, make, like, bring in her statement about You know, being poor, um, living in poverty, because that's important. It is. Like, there are systems at play to keep people like her in that certain space. So the fact that she went far beyond what society would have expected her to do, to have an Oscar... And emmy and what was the other award a tony. tony right yeah and, oh that's that brings up another point i know people are gonna be like what about whoopi goldberg y'all we know that whoopi goldberg has them too but it's not for acting so again we're just gonna give this time to viola because during that night a lot of people were like oh don't take this away from whoopi goldberg whoopi goldberg also has the same
1: awards but they're not for the same see glass ceiling conundrum I'm telling yeah, you it's... like women more than one woman is not allowed to be successful at the time and like yeah it's ridiculous Last
0: thing, um, did you guys say get out?
3: Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. I did not. I mm-hmm. all right. mm-hmm. oh my god. We can't all right, we can't wait. talk about it. I right. need a date or something. I'm lonely. I, oh, wait. you <laughs> go by yourself
0: you never been to movies by yourself? No, I, I just do. me neither.
3: But wait, I just it's wanna, like
0: dinner or movies. Just real quick I, I, I just want to touch months. on one um <laughs> one character <laughs> in the movie, Georgina. Okay. She was the the the, bl- the housekeeper. Let's not okay. bother. Me. That's right. <laughs> Georgina the housekeeper and um I have, like, a different look on her. I kind of looked at her as a hero. So with each of – you saw how, like, Walter, he – you know, he didn't – it wasn't no inner fight with him. Whenever Georgina, like, was in the picture, like, it was a fight with her. Like, when she was at the table pouring Krista's glass, like, you could tell that she was still fighting for her real stuff to come out. When she was crying laughing, she was still fighting to come out. And then it was so coincidentally that – that, that cabinet was left, that, like, little door was left open so Chris can find everything. So I just look back into women. Women, black women in general, we're, like, you know, we always get, like, we're the you know, no one protects us and all this, but we're always fighting.
1: Yeah. And oh, out of yeah. all the
0: characters, she was the one that her true self was fighting the most to come out. And when she was in control at one point, she tried to save Chris as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like it was her that left that open. Mm-hmm. Before like the grandmother took over, and, and and I don't know if you guys remember when Chris was about to go under, and the the blind guy was talking to him and mm-hmm. saying like, in order for this to work, you have to be willing to accept it and to allow it to happen and to participate. Mm-hmm. So if you notice, like the Walter, the grandfather, he was more like he was so acceptive or like you know they just allowed it. You know they didn't put up a fight where Georgina was constantly fighting. To come out, and I I don't know if anyone else caught that, but I thought that was super dope. I don't know if if he meant to show that or if mm-hmm. I'm just making this up. No, no, but no I definitely agree. I think um, I think th- like that. I think that was so cool that he she just was always fighting to come out. Oh, she was always tweaking. Like when he went out to get that cigarette, in, and I feel like it was the her that was trying to warn him. But you know, the mother, mm-hmm. I mean, the grandmother taking over again. Right. But mm-hmm. whenever she. What's her true stuff? She she did her best to help Chris. Mm-hmm. And I think as a woman, like, I don't, we are always doing, like, we always putting up a fight. Like, it's, you can't just knock us down and think we're going to stay there. Like, mm-hmm. and yeah. I. Let me know. switch up the game. I drink that cone. Step back, because I might put it on. I go deep, so deep,
2: till you sleep. Count sheet, wake you up from my way. You don't want me here to show you how a
0: freak bitch act when I ain't sober. What up, I'm toe up, showing up. Ain't scared to take it out. Tell the free to take it off. Tip C in a field. Black dudes got big words. Into to it, I do it, I done it. If you really, really want it, then it'll stop planning. Hey, boy, you know what I'm yo, tight, yo. Five to and wear my jeans real tight, My curves, they swerve so superb. My word is my word, and I can to serve. We run this, we this, this from it's where you're at and if you can't freak a leak better bring your ass nickel. east coast west coast down south represent your coast yeah we run it yeah we run it y'all don't
2: want it because my coast on it oh, the, all this tone of this, tone of this conversation is making me think about um like hidden figures or just on a on a different level about the resilience of black women and how mm-hmm. through the test of time we've always been resilient that's the one thing that's kind of like and mm-hmm. And that's why going back to episode one, I don't know if y'all remember me bringing up a comment about saying um, black women don't tell their story enough or they're not kind of like put in proper spaces to tell their story. Um, I think it's a, an important part, an important point to bring up this month, it being Women's History Month, even though I know that's for all women, it'll be um, appropriate to also shine light on women of color, black women who have done phenomenal things and kind of just like kept to themselves about it didn't get to share their platform. Right. So if y'all had to think of one woman who influenced you in Hollywood or their story inspired you or anything like that, what would you, who would you say? I don't want to be cliche. No, please. Yeah. nothing. No, nothing. Okay. Seriously, nothing is cliche. Please just go right. And, and just,
0: I feel like I'm going to always say Beyonce. <laughs> no, that's fine. Beyonce and Michelle Obama. Like, okay.
2: That's okay. That's fine. What about you?
3: or or dodge sorry
2: so
0: beyonce
3: is always will be mine too but Mm -hmm. i feel like um a person who never i was always a fan of rihanna but she wasn't necessarily my favorite girl because beyonce has my whole heart um (laughs) but rihanna has definitely proven herself word proven herself in different areas whether it be art philanthropy Anything like that? She's
0: undeniable. So you know what's crazy? I I had just expired. Well, I don't. Not to get off topic, we're gonna get. But I really didn't get Rihanna until recently. Like I think I still don't get her. Like what don't you get? Like I get that. Like she can dress her ass off. I do like some of her music, but I still don't get her. Like, I don't know, like, it's something, like, I don't, under, I don't know. It's I think about her. she is a rock
3: star. I think that she was made for this. I think that she was made to be um, just an inspiration. You know, what's the big thing to me? I always ask people, like, do you know your purpose mm-hmm. in life? Mm-hmm. Very important. Um, mm-hmm. My purpose, I've always felt like, was to be an ideal model of a woman for like younger girls mm-hmm. to look up to. I might right. have said that before but just women in general to look up to just like a model woman. And I feel like Rihanna maybe that's one of her purposes in life as well mm-hmm. um and in the industry. Mm-hmm. Like
2: and she goes and she goes beyond, you know. Mm-hmm. Um even in the industry, like for her nonprofit work, all the things, she just got that award from Harvard University. Yeah, yes. Philanthropy. I was going to talk so about So again, that. that's all ex- extremely dope. Okay. Um, what about you? Who's your, I, I asked, who's your one person that you could pick?
1: Um. Can I pick two? Go ahead. Yeah, no, totally. That's fine. Carrie um, uh, Washington is one of mine. Mm, yes. Uh, and then Levine Cox, I would say, is another one of mine. Carrie, because like she is very meticulous about, she does her, all her moves in silence mm-hmm. and she's very, and she's very successful in the silent and she doesn't get caught up in the limelight. She's just like, I'm here to do my work. Um, I'm going to have a whole ass family and not let nobody know that I have a whole ass family <laughs> I'm just going to like get all these awards and do all these things and just kind of be brilliant but quietly like she got a whole ass husband just randomly and just like disappeared for a little bit
3: remember her and Save the Last Dance yes. oh my god and yeah every time I hear um get hurt about this girl her name was Maxine remember uh-huh. in a club she yeah. was dancing to that with her little curly hair mm-hmm. that's what, yeah Wow. She's
0: dope I'm, it just registered <laughs> to me that was Carrie that was Carrie yes. <laughs> Washington
2: people forget that, that was an awful role. haircut and <laughs> oh my god look, she had
1: she's nah, blowed up i that's love it. She, <laughs> you
2: know the definition of blowed up Glow because that because
1: baby carrie washington was not not mm, it she was not <laughs> it though then she got older and got fresh too and then laverne cox for me though because uh
3: it's laverne
0: laverne yeah, yeah. See, i know
3: nice. that's the only one that says viola,
0: viola. I'm, I'm not there i'm telling you my whole family says viola Viola, Viola and Laverne and Laverne It's Laverne.
1: Yes. Laverne, yeah. Laverne Cox, because um, it's it's wonderful now we're living in an age where trans women um, are visible and successful and basically being trailblazers right in front of us um, and definitely on the vein of Women's History Month recently, three days ago. Uh, Laverne Cox was reportedly made history again by landing a new role for a TV show that was not specifically written for a transgender actor. And so I think the reason why that's so significant is because we're now seeing trans women uh, acquire roles that are usually made for cis women, but now we're kind of normalizing trans women in the Hollywood scene. Because usually with trans women, they're almost always elevated to kind of almost a fetishy, sort of position in Hollywood but now we're seeing them be normalized and being considered women in a way that for a long time cis uh society wasn't having so
2: yeah that's a good point so for for me um I think it would definitely a person who influences me would be Michelle Obama um I just oh my goodness this woman I, I tell everybody all the time like if I could meet her I think that's the one person that like I might cry on sight (laughs) <laughs> like no no shade to my mom my nana nobody like no woman that I nana, know in my life. That's such a
0: carefree black girl. But or, yo yeah. Michelle Obama,
2: like I just oh my goodness that's who it is for me. And it's funny because you can read books you can read interviews, and I feel like as black woman especially with her having the, the role that she had the title that she had, um she kept a bit of her identity in a different in a different place. She always was like okay I'm the president's wife first. And then I'm Michelle, which I can really understand, especially like under all the scrutiny that her husband got during the pre- presidency and then also that her children were getting or that she got just for the way that she looked and being a black woman in the White House. Um, but it would definitely be Michelle Obama for me because I love her. So to continue to highlight um, some women that are often overlooked or, you know, the idea that stories aren't told. Do y'all read books ever like or auto books, or
0: <laughs> I used so to, back in the day. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I read books.
2: This could be, like, again, me, like, being in my school mode all the time. I'm just so used to reading, but um, for my life, la- do you know who Marcus Garvey is? Of course. Okay. So okay. Marcus Garvey. Bre- <laughs> no, I'm going a- I'm to a- tell y'all real quick just who it is, really quick. He so, know who that is. So Marcus Garvey, um, he was pretty a uh, prominent leader for the Pan-Africanism or national Nationalist Movement back when there was like still segregation, things like that, um the early nine, the early nineteen hundred or nineteen. Yeah, 19. 19. yeah, the early nineteen years. Um but basically but basically um thank you. But basically he had a wife and nobody ain't heard about her. Nobody nobody talked about her. But this woman did all his work. She wrote for him, she edited for him. Like and that made me think like damn like there's so many women who stand who are placed behind powerful men in history and they're always overlooked so i just have like some i'm going to share with y'all some like autobiographies biographies of black women who are really really dope that i think their stories aren't really highlighted and then from there um if people like have an opportunity to read them or like like them you can always use the hashtag um carefree or add us on twitter to kind of share the conversation about like how you felt about that book or like you know what woman that you know of and her story isn't isn't shared enough um but there's some books by Angela Davis. Her autobiography in itself is test is, is a testimony to, I guess, what we're living right now. Um, she's still alive, so that's another big up. Oprah's book, what I know for sure, is beautiful. Um, people always talk about like Oprah's, like, oh, Oprah's my auntie. I think that's another opportunity for you to kind of like see her in a different light outside of like TV, Weight Watchers, Oprah. Not screaming, <laughs> Wait, <by>. I love, <laughs> i love bread. Um, And then also Bell Hooks, which she wrote a book specifically for Black women on
1: love. And how to love each other and how Bri. to love. do you want to tell us who Bell Hooks is? Because I don't think everyone knows, but she's very important.
2: Um. Okay. So she's uh, an author, a poet, and a feminist. Mm-hmm. And do you want to? Do you want
1: to? No, no, no. This is your second okay. girl. you doing it. I'm, yeah, I'm, no. just, I'm just here to support you. No,
2: that's no. I'm. But I, I feedback is always good. I feel like I'm. I'm kind of talking a lot. But um, Yeah. So and she was pretty prominent in kind of um, black feminism, and uh a leader in that in that world. Um, that's kind of how I was introduced to her mm-hmm. and to her legacy. And the book is called All About Love. It's a really, really dope, phenomenal book about self-love, self-care, but specifically as a black woman and how that's a little bit different for us than
0: other
1: women, which I think is
2: really. again. Remember when he told you he was about to uh-huh. ban man? Yeah. You act like
0: you ain't him. They give him a little trend to begin. Now you think you really going pretend like you wasn't down and you called him again. Plus when you give it up so easy, you ain't even fooling him. If you did it then, then you probably...
3: Talking out your next And your question What's your favorite Black
0: Ones oh, beauty
3: yeah. brand? Y'all have I think I Oh Other than the African lied. black soap Dodge uh, <laughs> No serious That's no, not no, 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 That's what not you, not a brand though girl. Dodge said <laughs>
0: African black soap
2: No but that <laughs> um, That's No but word Like for oh, real though God. That that's no, because, <laughs> because, no, there aren't that many. So, right. for her to right. say, I'm not even, no. I
3: what? think it might say Nubian heritage or something. on it. I don't know, but I wash my face with it every day. Right. What about, but,
0: wait, tell me, what about that? It comes in a purple bottle. It's like Dr. something. Oh, Dr. Bromer. Oh, my gosh. The little peppermint. But I don't think that's, that's, that's not, not black. That's, that's not black. Black-owned. I thought that was okay. black owned. So, my mm. other one,
3: but my, for now, that I know is black owned, um, is... Jane Carter
2: oh my god I was about to talk about her Jane, yes. Carter, Jane yes. Carter she's actually from Jersey she's come to okay so for people who like don't know right now I'm currently living in New Jersey I go to Rutgers University so that's the connection there but yeah she's um she's from Jersey and she's come to my school a few times to talk at a meeting she's a super dope woman um black entrepreneurship is one thing but to be a black woman and to be an entrepreneur whole different ballpark so I salute to her um, anybody else have any
0: oh no um or I feel fine. bad <laughs> no and, and
2: we're gonna talk about those that because that's that's yeah. a problem in itself you know what i mean right. like the fact that there aren't that many and if they are it's kind of like hidden underground that they're black owned, right. so that they still feel like they can be appropriate for a white demographic like that's done in,
1: on purpose so yeah so did you mean specifically skincare or... oh no any any kind of beauty. oh girl okay i wellness. got a few um, so, uh, also oh, like Carol's daughter, things like that. Work. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and yeah. yeah, yeah. that's yeah. beauty yeah. like, that's hair. Uh-huh. Yeah. So for me, it's organic root stimulator or O-R-S. OR. I didn't know
2: that was black owned It's black owned Oh, hey, um,
1: okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Sham Moisture, of course. Um, Black mm-hmm. Opal is another one. Yes, no, Black Opal. They're black foundation opal, stick,
2: That be hitting y'all. I told y'all, look, I'm the person who, like, kind of mix up her. Her makeup stash on a budget, and if you really need like some good contouring or like foundation products, definitely look up like black black
1: Oval. Um, what else? I feel like I'm missing a few because I've I've been trying
2: to. No, that's I, totally fine. I for what I was gonna say was Juvia's Place. If okay. y'all ever need like pigmented eyeshadows, Juvia's Place has it. Um, it's their their newer brand in their black owned. Are there
0: any in Sephora black owned brands? You know,
2: to be honest,
3: I don't think so. I don't that's, think so wait, either. do you know? Are you familiar with Iman? Imani yes Iman, Iman. of oh. uh, the brand is is it's it is spelled
1: Iman I-M-A-N yeah Iman okay.
3: the model yes, yes, the yes. model yeah. she has, has a, a good well. yeah she has good
0: Gabriel, foundation y- sticks I and, and Gabrielle Union it's is coming, coming out with one. Oh, as yeah, as yeah, a, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. called yeah, we T- talked flawless before. called right. flawless hair hair. And hairline yeah. I'm
2: super excited to see how that how that turns up because she's dope she inspires me that's really
1: all I've ever wanted though for black women to own the shit that they wear all the damn time like some simple shit it
2: though like oh it's it's one of those things where that can in itself can be a massive movement because we're the ones like a lot of the time um especially like on youtube and things like that um pushing each other's products that would yeah. be a great space yeah. for black women especially entrepreneurship to be highlighted and pushed but for me i was just going to talk about do y'all know who alex eel is i hope i'm saying her yes yeah yeah. Her yeah alex, a poet. i
3: feel like it's alex l l because it's e l l e yeah okay yeah
2: so alex l Y'all, people know her as a poet. Um, She has really great books. Um, She's also like wellness self-care. But I think it's so precious that her and her daughter have a skincare line together. It's called Bomb & Co., um, they have an Instagram, they have a website, all that stuff, but it works really, really well. And I'm pretty sure they make it in their kitchen, which is so dope. And the fact that it's like a mother and a daughter, and they're black, I'm just like, it touches my heart every time I see them on Snap making something together. So that's hey like Mom. another. No, it's, <laughs> it's Mom, what are let's the pro- What do you mean skincare? What are so the they products? Have toners. They have um. They have bath tabs. They have bath powder. So like, if you want to like um take a milk bath things like that um they have charcoal scrubs any they have a, a lot of different
3: products oh but it's does she have a face wash um you know?
2: a cleanser i'm um, it might be an oil cleanser okay. it depends on the kind of cleanser that she uses. i don't know if it's like a foam base but i know she has an oil cleanser because uses cleansing oils but um yeah the fact that her and, her and her daughter's adorable i don't i don't know her age but she looks to be around seven six yeah and um yeah and they're doing it together which again is like really, really rare and uncommon, but I think it's so beautiful. That is beautiful. So I just
3: wanted to exactly, like, touch on that and see. I've been <laughs> looking for, like, a, I need a good body scrub and a lip scrub right now. i
2: would made my own. There's DIYs. Oh, yeah, lots of DIYs. Oh uh, lip scrub, I just use a little bit of extra virgin olive oil, um, coconut oil and brown sugars. Okay. And I just put it in a jar together and I let it sit for a while so, like, the sugar can actually, like, kind of get the right consistency. And every morning before, I, after I brush my teeth, I just rub it around my lips.
3: I feel like um, Does it taste good? Yeah. yeah. It, I mean, it's edible, but I don't because like. Yeah, the olive oil is. Yeah. yeah. yeah mm-hmm. I, um, just as a suggestion, because I feel like, you know, you're in charge of our health, beauty, and wellness <laughs> segment. <laughs> I feel like maybe you should always have us little samples or something. Yeah, no. <laughs> <I can make, laughs> not a free shit. <laughs>
2: no, Josh also wants food food i need some Yeah. so yeah if y'all um my instagram ha- handle is brianna danielle underscore but um yeah i be making food and stuff and
3: i'm gonna cook for y'all one day and it's gonna be vegan and for us TV, hey. and y'all not gonna know, you so. could cause even that little scrub think girl yeah, no, i can bring some my lips i feel like eat lip gloss lately i don't yes, know what it no. is i have a lip gl- i have a winter. lip mask yes. that oh, i haven't that yeah i haven't tried my lip mask that i have yet it's um K&C Beauty, Kristen, Noel, Crawley lip mask. Mm-hmm. But I feel like even if you put a little shop, shop section on your blog and we all did that and talked about it on the podcast, I feel like you we know, could generate this, people.
0: You have a
2: second person to say that, so maybe that's for sure, fine. For sure, for sure. I need
0: to start selling Wait, my stuff. there's something I came across. It's called, like, My Matte Lipstick. It's in the beauty supply stores literally for $2. I don't know if it's black owned or whatever, mm-hmm. but their colors are so rich.
2: Pigmented? I love that. And
0: just, like... But it's for two dollars. Like, I was kind of like set on this. It's no other red in the world, like a Ruby Woo from Mac. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's like I feel like that is one lipstick that looks good on everyone. Like I've never seen someone look bad in Max Ruby Woo. So I was kind of like overspending because now they're like seventeen dollars. Yeah, they
2: went up in price.
0: So like I had came across this little my matte lipstick in the beauty supply store. They're all literally two ninety nine, different colors. When I tell you they last all day. They're like very highly pigmented, like wow. looks really good. And I know, like on Snapchat, a lot of people write me, like, "Oh, you know, what are you wearing?" And I always say, "Oh, I got it from the beauty supply store." Do not shame beauty supply oh, products. No. Because oh no! Like the
1: best concealer I've ever gotten has been from like the cheap ones. You know, oh yeah, um, la 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 pro
0: la pro. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, they That's have what really I have really every shade. Me too. So I I just want to plug that in real no, for ooh, sure. Plug that in real quick. I want to plug in that my matte lipstick mm-hmm. because. Only thing is because it's so cheap, it's hard to take off. So I have to use like oh, baby oil, exactly. <laughs> oh, <definitely. laughs> that but when I tell you they last all day, mm-hmm. they last all day. I can't. Yeah. Can Check imagine. it out. I literally got like ten of them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. Does anyone else have any like beauty stuff they want to share real quick, or like something that they try that they, they're really loving right now?
0: Oh,
1: yeah. I started something. So I have hyperpigmentation uh, on like the right side of my face. And so I've been trying to, like, find different scrubs and things to get rid of it. I'll let y'all know how this goes. This is an experiment. So I've been taking freshly squeezed lemon, baking soda, um, and I think a little bit of olive oil okay. to use as a mask for the side of my face. Mm-hmm. So for you girls out there who have hyperpigmentation, um, we'll, we'll get through this together. I'll let you know yes, how it goes. Yeah. To let me
3: know. I. I have a little bit. I actually, um, in Rochester, I feel like I've gotten the more extensive of my face pills a lot. I say pill, but I guess it's peel. Got a little accent. <laughs> chemical peel. But I get chemical pills. Where do you go to get chemical pills? Um, well, the, I have a dermatologist upstate in Rochester. So whenever I go see my mother, I go to her. And, like, the last one I've gotten, because I've been here for two years, I feel like my face has been dull from mm. New York City over those two years a lot. Okay. So my face peeled a lot over, like, a week and a half usually it's like maybe three to four days and then i'll exfoliate mm. and you're not supposed to like peel the flakage you're just yeah. supposed to just let it yeah. you know yeah. take its natural course that sounds horrible. um which i love it though because i know the end result you're gonna, you're gonna be re- glowy re- yeah re- at re- the re- end re- of that re- week let all that dead skin go i've gotten them here before at a place called skin spa new york But they're not supposed to peel. Some places are like, you don't have to go through that weak process. Mm. I'd rather go through that weak process because you can actually see the skin peeling. But over here in my left side, actually, I still have a little bit of hyperpigmentation Um, blackheads. I can't. If I feel them, Mm -hmm. I'm playing with you. I'm (laughs) busting you. Me too. It's so bad. And I'm light. So it leaves the marks. Bio oil. I think I feel like I saw you just post. Yes. No, y'all bio The bio oil.
2: When I went to South Africa, it was mad cheap, so I racked up. I have so many bottles; it's embarrassing. But um, yes, bio oil for hi- hyperpigmentation is really helpful too. But you oh gotta word.
3: have patience. Yeah, you no, do. The patience
2: is like six months of it's
3: patience. It's months. I had I bought bio <laughs> oil because actually I I feel like I have my worst scars since I moved here. But but I it like does work. Yes, but it's a yeah. lot I stuff. feel so it has three months on the All bottle. All I do is
0: drink water. Like whenever my skin gets a little funny, I'd be like, up. Oh, I'm not drinking enough water. But it's and, discoloration is what yeah. hyperpigmentation yeah, see, I, I, I is not mark. like
3: breakouts yeah it's like actual black marks or brown mm-hmm. yeah. marks that are really it's you know it's different from just a pimple that you can just drink water, yeah, water. take a laxative get the bad toxins out or whatever and get your face back smooth but hyperpigmentation is it's a problem it's a real issue, this
2: yeah. is a Just wanna be your man, girl So, uh, gotta make you understand, girl
0: It's the way you give your hand And your stylish clothes your way
1: So really quick before we get into our next segment, I just wanted to kind of go back and explain what hyperpigmentation is for those listening at home who don't know. So officially online, the definition of hyperpigmentation is a common but sometimes harmless, but usually harmless condition in which patches of skin become darker in color than normal surrounding skin. So basically, if you're maybe fair or even brown skin or dark skin, hyperpigmentation are the splotches of skin that are like darker than yours. Some, sometimes it comes in patches, sometimes like me, mine, it comes in spots, but it usually always occurs in the same area. Like the whole right side of my face has like dense hyperpigmentation. I'm very dark skinned, but with my hyperpigmentation, you can tell that like it's even darker spots that kind of accumulate on one side of my face. So yeah, if you have that, you most likely have hyperpigmentation. are also brands like to call it like hyper, hyperpigmentation slash discoloration, but it's the same
2: thing. Yeah. It's, they're interchangeable.
1: Yeah, um, there are a lot of creams that are um relatively affordable for those who have it and there are also chemical peels and uh, dermatologists who are specialized in helping treat hyperpigmentation.
2: Yes, cuz YouTubers are not dermatologists. And just going to plug that right there. <laughs> 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 this is free, by the way. Wow,
0: cuz I really love YouTube. <laughs> like I've learned No, I mean YouTube university though, it. for real for real. Seriously. Uh, no, they're good for they're good for makeup, but You know who's my favorite YouTuber? Um Aliyah J. Oh, word? Yeah, but she gets a lot of flack, but like I don't know, I really like her. Her looks are good. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like everyone like I don't know, like I've been reading up on her and I feel like a lot of people are like, "No, they've been so against her." But I'm just like I've learned how to contour like <laughs> I've <get her. laughs> I've like I've bought literally she's sold me products. Not sold me, I but know you know. She but she I'm, convinced you that yes, these products are working. And it getting. and it's work like eye to eyelashes like I don't know. So I just want to plug that in if you guys aren't a part Leah J. Oh Leah J and
1: also right quick before we get into our segment, uh Jackie Ina, she's like my favorite Bitch. Jackie is my friend uh, uh, in my life. Yo, in my like head. in my Yeah, in my heart though. I in my like, heart though she's my big up. sister. Like she's just so like she's she imagine having like a black uh makeup artist who knows what they're doing. And can always like give you these different kinds of makeup tutorials that are for dark skinned black women. I didn't even think that shit was possible. Like all of like I know about black opal because of Jackie Ima, Iman because of Jackie Ina and other black specific owned products because of her. She's really the shit. So to go into our segment now, I kind of want to talk about the on fleek, the on fleek girl, uh, the young woman. Her name she goes by she her name is Kayla Newman, but she goes by Peaches Monroe online. And initially, I didn't want to talk about her because I wasn't particularly interested in her story because it happened so long ago. And on fleek is already a word that's slowly beginning to get phased out on the internet. But I think what's really important to highlight the most about her is what I would call a missed opportunity right there. She created a word that became so socially lucrative, literally millions of dollars she could be sitting on right now. But because she didn't know any better, about the language behind social monetary, that she lost out on a really great opportunity to get wow. these coins. But I have, well, I have a question. Mm-hmm.
2: So when you say she lost out, does that mean, like, she lost out from, like, legal things? Or is it, like, she lost out because of her the various identities, like, you know, being black and... Being a woman,
1: and- I mean that that problem that may coincide with it, but I would say mm-hmm. more so she just didn't know any better, right? Okay. And for what it's worth, we can't blame her because no one knew that On Fleek was going to blow up the way it did and become such a at least yeah. for its for its run become such a staple online. Uh, Teen Vogue did a article about her in which they talked about how she is looking. She's about to create a new beauty line and she's looking to get royalties now. But I guess I'm wondering to you all like how how does a young black entrepreneur even if they don't see themselves as an entrepreneur a young black person who is creating social content that other people either benefit from or perhaps profit off the backs of young black people online what do we do to prevent this from happening again i guess what could what could we do to prevent another peaches monroe from happening in which we see uh, a young black person who is creating content that other people either profit from or engage in and they could be making money off of what they're doing but they either don't know how or they don't know what they're doing. What do we do to make sure that we kind of begin to create wealth among our people?
2: That's a great question.
3: Educate ourselves. Yeah. Um, I remember <laughs> when Ivy was saying she reads marketing books and stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, um, I, I asked, do you have a college degree?
1: Yeah, yeah. I just got my master's this, this past
3: spring. So y'all <laughs> over no, on that side. No, the thing
2: is okay. <laughs> let me tell y'all the really quick Jokes. Or, No, I just this question I don't I don't got the answer because I feel like it was more less of her not knowing and more because she was a black woman.
0: You really because think that
2: damn Daniel boy that girl catch me outside that trash she, oh, i'm sorry no no
1: no like call her what she is though call her really, what she is she
0: really i can't believe she has what? all these followers what? off of my me. my g. yo trash she's selling she out here selling 200
1: hundred dollar blankets with her face on and selling them out no, isn't that some okay. crazy you know shit? It's
0: crazy but my dad been saying how about that since i was motherfucking born
2: like no, that's his favorite line saying. you want to
0: get mm, smart how okay, about okay okay you okay know, i see where you're coming from getting
1: so
2: frustrated yo Black Twitter alone is a goldmine for so many major publications right now. They got vultures sitting in people's mentions. They got vultures following tons of black people who say some really creative shit. And they run with it and they take it and they put a little white on it and they call it their own.
1: Put a little white on it put is a the little truth, white though.
2: And I think that's why I can't like I, I want to have answers for this for it to not happen again. But I'm just
0: like, mm
1: but I think what it is that in the in the case of let's go back to the damn damn you know, long and I'm happy that you brought that up because I think what set that apart is that Ellen, I don't like Ellen DeGeneres. I'm gonna put that out there right quick. You don't. I don't like her. I think she's a problematic white woman, and that's a, that's another thing for another episode. But Ellen being a lucrative white woman who looked down and saw this young man doing something that was profitable. Looked down and gave him the plug, and I think that's something that we need to be aware of. If we see young black oh. people, yeah, he okay, didn't so, know any for all ten purpose. Okay, he could have been like so, Peaches Monroe. So let
2: me ask you a question. So if if Wendy Williams brought Peaches Monroe, okay, Wendy Williams is such a bad example. I'm sorry, she's y'all. horrible too. But, but whatever. yeah, so but she got a show. She got a show. So if if Wendy Williams brought Peaches Monroe onto her show, mm-hmm. you think that would have put a more like blackness onto the phrase?
1: No, I think specifically the difference is that. Um, Wendy would have to have created a space or or put something in place for Peaches, for example, to get her just her money or some capacity. Um, whether it was maybe copywriting the word on her behalf or giving her some kind of stipend or something though, because that boy has like what lifetime sneakers or whatever the fuck. I don't know but.
2: how that copywriting stuff works, and this is from oh the intellectual did.
1: property online. I don't know that there's i mean i'm not sure how it happens either though but and i'm not necessarily even bringing this up to say that we have to like figure out the answers but i'm definitely saying that we have to be cognizant about the way in which we're watching our people essentially lose money right in front of them
2: yeah so really what this is i'm also getting from this conversation is that y'all need to go to her twitter and retweet her gofundme or maybe it's an indiegogo she has something where yeah she's Um, and, and hopefully again, from this conversation, push people who have big platforms to, um, shout out her cause. I know other podcasters have, I know, um other socialites have which is really dope so yeah just throw some coins her way because y'all know she deserves it because she oh, yeah. that bind was iconic yeah i love that
1: vine that vine is so funny
0: i've never seen that vine. i've never seen it i've never seen
1: either <gasps> but the thing that the thing that you know about it but you've never seen it though isn't that and that's what makes it so important though y'all ain't
0: never seen that
3: bind.
1: okay it's somewhere online still probably can that's you reenact it week.
3: real quick i'm
1: Right,
0: We're talking it? about the word
2: fleek, right? Oh, yeah. Fleek. She was like, she was like eyebrows on fleek, finna get crunk. Like she was on the Oh, something. Car. something like, what the
0: fuck? Something like that. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Oh, I do remember. Hold up, let's take it from the top my bone, pure In the drop pool, and it don't stop. money looking all right. Yeah, I saw some I think we were talking about this before. Um but how like we were you like the things we used to do with the acrylics, the bamboo earrings used mm-hmm. to look ghetto, but now it's baddie Instagram vibes and it's like but that was our culture. That's our culture. But we was called ghetto when we did it. Mm. That's rats, just the world
3: rats. in general being saturated. Hood everything rats, is right. saturated. And ghetto and, and everything.
0: And all this stuff. And it's just like, I, I I don't know if I told y'all how, like, I went to work with the head wrap that Bri you had did. on. And my boss at the time told me that she didn't find it appropriate. And I'm just like. And, of course, I still wore it a couple of times. It's like, what's not appropriate about this? It's not. So can I ask you, Ivy, do you really think that um,
1: if it was the other way around, if a white woman had did it, like, it would have been a Um, non-issue?
0: I like that you say that because if I, like, I don't know if we were speaking about dreads. I don't like when white people have dreads. That irks my soul. (sighs) So I just feel like what's for them is for them, which is that straight shit that they do. And then, but you for, got it
3: in your head.
0: Guess what, honey. For a vacation, okay. But nobody <laughs> buys
3: a Caucasian bundle. Uh, no, I yeah. know, That's probably
0: Brazil. But let's right. talk about I, it. No. All right, I got me a Malaysian like, what Malaysia. Malaysia, so. Malaysia. wave, even Malaysian Yaki wave.
3: The other day, the girl because I wear my twist outs to work, mm-hmm. and so I'm big, big hair. And the black girl, um, but she like four, five of us, maybe. In the whole restaurant but she was like um yeah i had just took out because she had braids she went to trinidad for the carnival she had braids and you know when we take out our braids we have crinkly hair and she was like it was cute and sometimes it'd be cute you like, oh i got my little crimps or whatever mm-hmm. and she was like but i had to um straighten my hair because i was thinking like they not ready mm. And how many times have has that been us or just mm-hmm. hairstyles? I just wear, feel buddy. like what's appropriate. Exactly.
2: But guess who sets the appropriateness? People that like, look what's, like them, not us. No,
0: seriously, that's why I really do appreciate the job. Well, I, I want to say career that I have now because mm-hmm. I can literally walk into the office. <laughs> like, Mondays I wear sweatpants and then, like, you know, by Wednesdays I get, I get it together because it's like, all right, this is the middle of the week. But- I just was I just feel so free Mm -hmm. and it's not even about having a job that I love but it's just being able to walk into a job and be like am I wearing the right you know I don't have to have those questions am I wearing the right stuff am I going to offend anybody and working in my old job no 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 shade but it wasn't no towel it wasn't no it was a regular restaurant in a hotel and you
3: still felt that, and i still felt yeah, that way that should, the, I, sometimes they're just not comfortable with it and it's just too much we have a lot of flavor exactly. and then when they try to we put do, it on we're, we're just a
1: very vibrant yeah. people and not even just melanin and just our culture it, right attitude and it, all that they I mean,
3: dumb it down because they might have long nails and big hoops but they still have that fair skin and that bone straight hair but then when you put the long nails and the big hoops and the big hair. Right. And the big ass. And the big And boobs. that's the it's thing. I'm curvy. So it was
0: like certain thing like a dress on you may look way different on me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yes. So I would come to work with a with a dress that's fitting but it's still appropriate. Like it's right you know, below mm-hmm. my knees. But of course, like I said, I have hips. I have Some people chest. are gonna be
3: uncomfortable.
0: Like, but I'm I'm over trying to make people feel comfortable with yes. me. Yeah, I hear that. Me like, too. And that's I wear in my all plate and my life. bamboo earrings
3: to work, and I'm like, this is me. And people be like, girl, you looking like you straight out of '95, and I be like, I'm glad, and that's what I'm exactly. trying to get. Yeah. That's me, you know. Like I remember a time where I was getting a sewing, and you know, we all gotta get braided down mm-hmm. first, and. My cousin has always been my hairstylist in Rochester, and she was like, I'm tired. After she braided me down, I said, what? (laughs) You tired? She like, come back tomorrow, I'm going to sew your weave and You can, ain't nothing you could do. Your hairstylist runs your life. Sometimes. Right. TBH. And I'm like, wait, what? You tired? So I'm like, I got to go to work tomorrow, May, please. And You begging and you young. And right. You know you get the crack. She always called it the crackhead discount, the family discount <sighs> when your family do your hair She's like, you're not even paying me. what my customers pay me. So you come tomorrow and you get that weave sold in. So I'm like, all right. Now my job ain't no hats allowed or nothing. So I wore a little, like a beret, a French beret. I, ain't nothing I could do. And I'm very outspoken at work like there's nothing I can do I have braids under here in a beehive there's nothing I can do and they they tried to come at me about it like I only had braids my weave wasn't sewn in yet and I just had to you know they were a little uncomfortable I was a little uncomfortable whereas if I was working at a Rite Aid or something with more black people they would have known and they would have understood we've all been there my hair is only halfway done, you know, that yeah. was
1: uncomfortable. It does happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, yeah. i so try the- again
0: wow. if I hesitate to let you win. Know it you be yourself or play your role. Tell all the boys I'll keep it low. If I say no, would you turn away or play me off or would you stay up? and she don't, she see. don't yourself off and try it again. You can just it off and try it again. next
1: topic i wanted to get into was talking about laverne cox laverne laverne i'm gonna keep doing that thank you though dodge got me laverne cox (laughs) she made history uh by landing a role that was not specifically written for a transgender actor and i think definitely while it may seem small it's very important that we're continuing to see a trend in which trans women are being visible not just for the systematic killings or murders that um, have been falling especially recently. But most specifically because we're seeing them be successful and thriving in spaces where it's mostly uh women who are cisgender. And also just to recap real quick. Um
2: wait, really quick. Um I think you should define Yeah, I, I was about oh, to do that. <laughs> oh, right, see over here.
1: My girls so got me, kidding. thank you. Um Basically, what it means to be cisgender is that you identify, as a woman, you identify with the same gender you were assigned at birth. So I was assigned as female at birth, and that is the gender that I recognize to be true. Um, In the case of um, trans women, Laverne Cox, Laverne Cox, right? Yes. Yes. I got it. (laughs) Uh, Laverne Cox, uh, she underwent surgery, um, and now physically is represented as a woman and she identifies as a woman as well. And now what we're seeing is more visibility towards trans women in a way that we've never seen before. Um, so I guess definitely in terms of, of women's history month, how, what are y'all's, what are y'all's opinions about that?
2: I think it's dope. Mm-hmm. I think, um, I think, okay. So orange is the new black is how I was introduced to her mm-hmm. in the episode where she had her swim brother play her as a man or before she had her, tr- before her transition and then obviously she had herself playing her because she has a twin brother, which I think is so cool. Um,
0: she has. You herself. just taught me because I was like, "That's kind of dope how she could go back and forth." You know, that was her twin brother playing that role. <laughs> so,
2: um, so yeah, so I think I think that's how I was introduced to her, and then like her being so open <laughs> about like her transition through that show, or just giving a glimpse. And now, like I saw her on CNN the other day giving it to somebody. Somebody. Oh Republican, yeah, I saw that briefly who, too. Who um, was trying to say that? Uh, trans women are dangerous in bathrooms, things like that. So I think it's just, I think she, her from like a social political and from an entertainment perspective, I think I'm glad that she's giving her due justice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just think she's a little ball around.
1: I think also just for transparency on my end, as a cis woman, I'm still um, learning the language of trans women. So, so um yeah so like there's, there's a lot of like there's a lot of gray area in my knowledge but the reason why I think it's so critical of us to talk about it now is that we need to get to a place where we're more knowledgeable where even if we make mistakes we're trying to learn and trying to be better for our mistakes and trying to understand our sisters In this long, complicated uh, fight. And I think definitely now this National Women's Month, we definitely need to be having these conversations about what can we do to better understand our sisters? What can we do to learn the correct language that surrounds them as well? So, yeah, Ivy, you were going to add something to all that?
0: I was going to ask. Okay, so you said, I was just thinking about like the whole North Carolina, they were saying that they want like, I guess trans or whatever to go into women's bathroom. Something like that. Trans women
3: or trans persons? Trans persons go into the- Wait, wait, wait. Before, sorry to cut you off, but before we go into that, guys, could we differentiate the trans- What's a woman that hasn't had their- One of them, it's two different terms. Somebody hasn't had their surgery, but they dress and act as a woman, and then the other has had their surgery. What's the difference? I mean, the thing is that, like, transgender and, like- isn't okay, there so different I will
2: say, terms? I, if I'm picking up on what you're confused about, um, cr- the difference between cross ju- dressing and being transgender. Yeah. Okay. Oh. G- co- yeah. Yeah. The, the cross- performative dressing- aspect of it. Yeah. Is is it is is it as always associated with how you assign yourself as gender? Gender. Right. So, so that's cross. Yeah. But, gender. Those, but those two people. So a person who hasn't had their surgery and a person who has had their surgery. So um, post transition pre-transition, they can still identify as transgender. Someone can cross-dress, but still identify as their assigned sex at birth. So you can have a cis male, someone who was assigned male at birth and who identifies as male, but likes to wear women's clothing. That's cross-dressing. They haven't had to... They don't want to... have but that say if they're
3: it. planning on it, I'm saying like they but act the, as yeah, a so female. if they're planning on it,
2: they're still transgender. They're transgender. From what I know. Again, I'm just like, IS, I don't know all the things into it and ins and outs. I'm, I'm learning as I go. Yeah. But same. from the way that I understand it, they would
3: still be considered transgender.
2: Transge-
3: they just haven't under- undergone the but sometimes they say
2: pre-op, post-op transgender, which I think is sometimes derogatory though. So I don't know if that's like what, what is a PC correct term, mm-hmm. but I have heard that as well.
3: Okay.
0: Um, how do y'all feel? Because I was feeling a certain way. I don't know. Like, I just feel like. I, I feel, I, I'm going to be real. I feel type of way. Yeah, like, okay. I, just, I just don't feel comfortable with. Me neither. If men in the
3: bathroom. With men,
0: right, right. It, it, if you got your surgery, cool. But the whole, like, you know, that trend. I just don't feel comfortable.
2: Is it because you. You have like a fear of like predation? I have a f- I have a, like fear a fear of being a pre like of them being predators or is it a fear of them? Because
1: to be honest, if they're gonna be predators, then they're gonna do it in other other place apart from the bathroom. Right, like but I'm
0: but, that, I, yeah. but all I'm saying is I don't want that to be open up to like oh. Um, I, I want, were you, you raised as a Christian? I was, but it has nothing so to do all, with it. yeah, that. I yeah. feel like it, it really has nothing. I just don't feel comfortable. I just feel like, yeah, you're right. It, it's other ways to be a predator, things like that. Yeah, yeah. But when I go into a woman's bathroom, I don't want to. Have you been in gender neutral bathrooms before? And I don't go in those because I don't want I wouldn't. One, except I wouldn't. I mean, I the, the one stalls, yeah, because you know, one comes out, one goes in. But, like, <laughs> right. but, like, when it's like. <laughs> No, no, no. We just, I just all in there. Nope, no, I don't want and, that. But
3: then I seen a meme the other day that made me think and It said it was it was like a, a transgender woman. Would you say transgender woman or transgender male? We would say
1: trans um woman or trans male. W-
3: the woman would be if they've converted to a woman, right? Yeah. Like Laverne Cox is a transgender woman. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yes. Okay. So it was like a picture. The meme was a picture of a transgender woman. And then two men, and let's say this transgender woman was pre-op in Bree's terms. So let's say they were pre-op um, in a male's bathroom. So it was there was the men using their rolls. and then it was the pr- the transgender woman pre-op or whatever in there. And it was like, would you really want this woman in a bathroom with her husbands? Yeah, you get it. That's fine, he, he, but because but our husband they might be official. And you might know they only want us, and they're not about that. But some men are very because the picture was showing men peeking. That's kind of homophobic basically. in a way.
1: That is homophobic, but then it's also kind of
3: like I mean, if your husband going to cheat, he going to cheat on you with whoever. Right. It doesn't really right. matter what. But the it was saying it was is. saying like this. It was saying like this person is say it's a man and he got a pole penis. But he got a red tight dress on and a wig and heels. And okay. he got to go in a men's bathroom looking sexy. And with men, hard, real men in there. And y'all all in there together. And it was like, would you really want this person in the okay, bathroom? Okay, yeah, sure? like, why that's does a man fine. have such
1: little self-control that he's just going to fuck someone anywhere? Like, that's what? I just feel like,
3: yes, I, I, I would I be fine. I don't, yeah, because like, I, I just... If you, if you, right, if I feel you know like that your I will, man is official, but some, I something... about no man. It, it was white people I in that
0: meme. I don't want... I'm sorry, I just feel like women bathrooms, vaginas. Male <laughs> bathrooms. But the thing mm, I'm sorry, I no, no, I'm just not how, saying, no, no,
2: I'm
1: not like I'm, I, I'm not, not I'm not yeah. demonizing you saying? though. Like,
2: I think I think these conversations okay, that's why I'm I'm getting a bit quiet. Sorry. Because I feel like there's a lot of things that come into this conversation as far as um, how you were raised. Yeah. Um, how you identify now. And I think also, your culture, mm-hmm. um, your class. Your, your level of education. That's true, yeah. There's so many things that come into the understanding of this, but just me being the person that I am, I'm not saying that I don't have the same questions that they have because, again, I don't know everything about this topic. Yeah. But what I do know is that they're not bothering me, so they can do whatever the hell they want to do with themselves because they're not bothering me. And that's just how I feel about the whole thing, especially children. Because I feel like now, like, when I was growing up, there was a girl now, I now I know that she's transgender. But before, I used to be like, Oh, why are they so weird? Like, why are they? This entire conversation has taught me to be more understanding, to mm-hmm. tell me to be Absolutely. more
1: empathetic, yeah.
2: to people of differences, and that's why I said, as long as you're not bothering me or minds, and I, I really, that's why I don't think that we should have like laws and things like that trying to oppress them. That's like how I am. Yeah, that's why and I, like the, I said, I still have the same questions that y'all have, and again, like I. I have all the same questions, but at the end of the day, I know they're not bothering me. So. I think
1: also for me, it's very important to say that there are no, at least as far as I know, there are no trans women in the room. So this conversation is not to represent them. Not right. At all. Us, as cis women, at all. to create space for them and try to figure out what are we going to do to... Um, Make space for them and to understand and to make them feel comfortable.
2: Right. So, if anyone wants to continue the conversation through the hashtag, or you can DM us on Twitter, you can send us an email because we're you like we definitely are seeking the knowledge.
0: Yeah, definitely of
2: this, and you know would love to hear a different perspective. So that that is you. Please don't hesitate to reach out.
0: Right. And also share your personal stories too, if you you want to. And I'm not trying to offend anyone. It's just how I was raised. No, I get
2: it, and that's why I said it's not to be. It's not to be offensive, and i it's totally coming off that way. Like mm-hmm. I, But then again, I am cisgender, so I mean, I i guess I naturally wouldn't be offended. But like I said, I think it'll be a great conversation to have. So if you're listening, and you have input, and you want to share your experience, feel free to reach out to us, because that'll be a really dope conversation to shed light on the podcast. That would. Yes, it would. never leave
0: that alone. So if you say it's on, then it's on. Bang, miss, in your whip all you fit from the fit. So,
3: this Ow. month in fashion, guys, we just wrapped up Paris Fashion Week, and I think the most popular and anticipated collection was the Rihanna um, for Puma Spring-Summer 2017 collection. Would you all agree? Yes. Yes? I do agree. I think so. I think so. Rihanna has definitely proven herself in the fashion industry. Um, she just dropped... The shoe collection, not the clothing that's not going to be available until September, but she just did, like, the, the slides and the ribbon bow sneakers. Not particularly my style, but... They're cute, though.
0: They're cute. I mean, they're shoes. It, it was these, like I said, it was this, these shoes that was on this meme, and it was just like, Rihanna, you got to quit. And then I agreed, like, yeah, girl, these shoes ain't it. Them little bow shoes. Yeah, I do mm.
3: like the stiletto heels that she did, but maybe... I don't know if it's the ribbon right. that material that just downplayed I'm it. Looking for a picture and she sort of just stayed with high fashion. I feel like it kind of um reaches out to a younger demographic. No, but- I actually
0: like these. I had these no, I like the bow sneakers. You kind of have the I have the them, nude the Zara, ones. Yeah, the flower ones.
3: ones. Which are cute, but I don't know. I don't know if it's the ribbon or... It was these. Those ones are hot, I think. Those are hotter these to me. These little boxes stilettos? The stilettos to me are more hot because, you know what, I'm bigger on quality. So I right. just feel like those are leather, those are suede. They're going to last longer as opposed to you just putting on a sneaker and then putting a piece of ribbon on it and tying it but, and calling it high fashion. It,
0: but I'm, I'm just, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. Like, they just give me real boxer match, but... Like I don't know if you guys can see these. They on Rihanna's page. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like them. Right I like the stilettos <laughs> yeah. more than the. But I do. I like the bow sneakers. The
3: clothes though. I don't know if you guys have seen the clothes. You should definitely go and look. Um, the clothes were very nice. They were inspired by her love for pa- her love for Paris and Marie Antoinette. She spends a lot of time in Paris. Marie Antoinette is a um, royal figure from the 17th century. Um corsets she did a lot of the corsets a lot of jewelry pearls big satin skirts different things of that and i think that her collection definitely spoke to that a lot once the pieces come out i definitely want to get my hands on a couple hopefully <laughs> within <laughs> my budget in my range um but yeah rihanna has definitely proved herself i feel she i think it's safe to say that she is our fashion icon oh, of this generation for sure for sure I also want to congratulate her on receiving the Harvard's humanitarian award of mm-hmm. the year. Um, she was dressed to perfection that for the occasion. Was so bomb. I know so, I, feel I so was so out of the loop.
0: Sir. I'm looking for these pictures. Sir. Like that
3: was perfect. She was dressed in a very chick gray tweed off the shoulder dress from Monsey's um, Oh yeah, I fall saw that. Winter, saw that. yep, 2017 collection. I think it was perfect. Her stylist was Mel Audenberg, a black female. Shout Amen. out to her, black female, Women's History Month. She did her thing on that. It was very polished, very appropriate for the occasion, down to accessories, the bag, everything. I think it was perfect for the occasion. Um, she was selected. Rihanna was actually selected for that award. because I, I, I think when I first seen it, I was like, why is Rihanna the Humanitarian of the Year Award? Did you guys think that? She did a lot of um, philanthropy,
2: and uh, yeah. she has a nonprofit around. She does, so that's mm-hmm. why she
3: was selected because of her work with the um, the claro Lionel Foundation, which was named after her grandparents. Um, her grandmother died mm-hmm. after her battle with cancer, so it's a nonprofit organization, and that's why she was selected. But she looked fabulous. She looked fabulous. She, did. she really did. Diora also announced after she was awarded that that they have a t shirt, a graphic t shirt. It's actually seven hundred and ten dollars, which Whoa. is crazy. It's, yeah. A white t shirt. <laughs> oh Yo, celebrities God. love doing shit like that. It, it's crazy. It's literally a white graphic t shirt oh with black God. lettering, not even cursive, <laughs> that says we should all be feminist. Have you ever seen it? A lot of a Oh yeah, let's Mama
1: adiche from her. A lot
3: of yeah celebrities have worn it, done it differently. Um, we should all be feminist, but they've announced that a portion of those proceeds will go to the Claire, Clara Lionel foundation. Oh, that's
0: so dope. I didn't know. Which that. is but, great.
3: That's really dope. Yeah, really I dope.
0: Never
3: knew that. I seven hundred and ten dollars though. For yeah, A t shirt I can make myself. What that's about really that? Crazy. I feel like all these high end designer brands, like even Veymond, the the hoodies, like they're definitely awarded and I think that they've made the like hot couture hoodies go more into style, but they're like over a thousand dollars. Yeah, and can see, afford
2: it. <clears throat> that's what I was gonna say. Like, if you if you have that, if you have those coins, that's so dope. But over here on this college budget, that we really <laughs> haven't owned for a long time, that's just not. You know, that's why I think people. um, When it comes to fashion and money, I think it's cool that some people like buy into higher ends and like they rock it really well. Then also like the alternate brands for people who like. Want the look for less. I think that's also really like I love stylists or people like on Instagram or like blogs who like try to make a couture, a really expensive look for like people with uh, more
3: um, oh, of a realistic re- budget yeah. of you mm-hmm. know exactly. people that aren't necessarily in Hollywood or mm-hmm. are on. I can't wait till I can afford it, honestly. Like, I, yeah, I wish I was rocking. graphic tees. Not because to say it's $700. I don't know. Just because who doesn't want a a closet full of Gucci? Which, is it me or is black Instagram like flooded in Gucci and I'm just like where is y'all getting this Gucci <laughs> Rappers. From?
0: Not even rappers. rappers. Like
3: people on our level. Like New York City everyday people. Like scammers. other is that what it is? Because I'm from Those upstate scammers. so like I don't feel like everybody. I'm, I'm not from a town where everybody is like scamming and I'm just like where's this abundance of Gucci coming from? Like is it just me? Well it's if also tax season. But before then these mm. regular girls and stuff I'm like, what are y'all doing that I'm not doing? And y'all in Gucci, like, my Chinese and my red bottoms I worked hard for and had to maybe be late on rent because I bought the damn shoes. (laughs) And they in the bags and the jackets. And I'm like, what? Where's it coming from? Sugar daddies. All right. What are we (laughs) all wrong? It's something. It's something. It is,
0: but I don't know. Like, I'm really content with H&M Zara right now. Um like I know what you mean when it was like you can't wait to afford this stuff but I feel like even when because there will be a time when I can afford that stuff I don't think that like I just really love it like I went into Zara the other day, and I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, this is so affordable and so chic and cute. Right. No, I love Zara, too. And but just like with the they, H&M Trend collection. They you
3: – know? H&M Trend. My vest is from H&M Trend. I shop H&M Trend all the time. I think that a lot of these, especially Zara, they definitely bite off of high-end designers, though, and mock them, which is fine. Right. But even sometimes as a stylist for me – I don't know. It's different. But, you know, from a stylist perspective, sometimes it's hard for me to wear those pieces, like I went into a shoe store the other day, and they had, you know, how the Gucci has the fur slides now, like the embroidered right. slides, and they mm-hmm. have the fur on them. I went to a store the uh, yesterday, and they had those that, were, I don't know, were just from some random brand. Very cute, but I couldn't wear those. Why? Because, may, I don't know, maybe it's because I'm a, even though as a stylist, I'm big on style, but officialness is big to me too i don't know i'd rather not walk around in with the oh, something that's like i'm trying to be like gucci i'd rather go in h&m or go into zara and find an original zara piece or an original h&m piece that you know they did themselves not we making these slides that look just like the gucci slides i'd rather just go find a regular pair Strappy Cross Hills, or I'd rather go to BCBG and get a Hills or a of Nikes and get some Fire Ups that, you know, is original to that brand as opposed to a Zara piece that is trying to be like another brand. But that's just me as a mm. stylist. And I just feel like even we were talking about the Fashion Novas and things before, I just feel like I'm big on like i shop at h&m like, where like where well, the stores i shop at I, I shop at h&m but only trend
0: yeah i don't i don't like wait what does the, that mean so
3: trend it's um they have it's a collection yeah, i used to work at h&m um, so i know this okay so, so tell girl, us what h&m trend
0: so h&m has different like collections in this store like they have the divided red the mm-hmm. divided gray which is more so for like that i want to mm-hmm.
2: minimalistic people Yes. like myself because that's why I be buying yeah, me them too. sweaters. Yeah, yeah, yeah sweaters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they have like oh, so cool. H&M I'm the H and M
0: line. and then they have like modern, classic, and like H and M trend, which is like fresh off the one run- runway. Those pieces tend to be a little bit more expensive, like the sixty nine ninety
3: nines. More, qu- more quality, more quality, be, like the wool, the
0: cashmere, right. the silks. So it's more like the high end of H and M, but I also feel like. I prefer H&M trend because when I go to divided it, it just looks cheesy. It
3: does. It's, like know? I feel like they didn't they did not always have trend um a couple years yeah. back and when I I used to shop H&M divided and H&M regular all the time and would come out loving my outfit but now that I that I feel like they have the trend collection I I only go to the mm-hmm. trend collection when I go in the store and that's it. I don't look anywhere else. It's not super out of reach, but it's like if you want those nice pieces, and people are going to buy. And it is you affordable. That from. It, it's very like the affordable. The jeans start
0: at forty nine ninety nine, which yes, I feel like is an average affordable. price. The
3: sweaters they might be seventy dollars, but they're wool and they're thick and they're going to be warm. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna mm-hmm. you are going to see that difference from those twenty dollars sweaters over there to those seventy dollars sweaters. And like my style is very polished, and I'm very big on quality mm-hmm. and just looking. Not looking, you don't have to look rich necessarily, but you know that it's of quality. I feel like there are some trends that we need to watch out for this upcoming season that we're in. Everything is transitioning over, um, spring seventeen. Obviously, the weather is switching up. Even though I don't know what's going on in New York, it was like so warm last week, and now it's it's snow. snow. Uh, Like what? What is going on? But. A lot of the trends that we saw um, from fall are definitely transitioning over from fall winter are definitely trans- transitioning over into spring seventeen. Some of my favorites um, as a stylist that I would tell you ladies to watch out for definitely. I love the zigzag um, hems, asymmetric hems. Mm with the skirts okay. one side higher even some dresses one side higher one side lower um, I love the ruffled pants there's a brand um do you I don't know if you all follow but there's a V file stylist Rox Brown on Instagram mm-hmm. but she has her intern. her na- her name is Tia and she has a brand slashed by Tia so she's a black female so she's like she was her in, Rox's intern as a stylist so she's Branding herself now as a designer and a lot of her pieces are like these rough, these very beautiful ruffled, like oh, off wow. the shoulder tops and dresses and pants. Definitely like being she's making a when you see, you know, when you see mm-hmm. people and you, you're you like, I know with Gucci, the embroidered snakes, I know that's Gucci. So I feel like Tia, it's called Slash by Tia. She's doing great with the ruffled. So definitely be on the lookout for that brand. I'm not sure the price point getting. Got to figure it out, but definitely be on the lookout. Um, I also I want us ladies. I feel like the cozy trend has been very big in like wearing sweatpants and looking like boys and. Which is cute and it's all casual, but I would love for ladies to bring back jewelry and accessorizing. Like I used to accessorize so much when I lived in Rochester and just with my big cocktail rings and everything. Then I feel like you come to New York, which is it, it is a New York more type of scene to be... You know, tomboy street style chick, but I think that incorporating a big cocktail ring into, or some chandelier earrings into your sweatsuit, like just imagine how dope that would be, right? If you got on a fire, like the Vaymont champions. Have you all been seeing the celebrities wearing those pieces? No,
1: nah, you call them Vaymont champions?
3: Vemont slash Champion, is a collaboration. I think okay. it, I think everybody, oh, we all think it's Vetements. We all think it's Vetements, but it's in oh, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> Champion. Like they, like Kim Kardashian. We mm, see yeah. how she dresses, and it's like street style cozy. Yes, yeah, it's street. They, chic. Th- we we throw on the stilettos in a in a sweatsuit. Right. But just imagine throwing on like a pair of a cocktail ring and some fire, like big earrings mm-hmm. with that. Just little things we were talking about before. Try just try I mean, on stuff. Going to I feel like I do dress
0: up my sweatpants for work. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I can't just go I mean, even though it's casual, I still it's still like I went and walked into the office. I mean I could just but, looking totally
3: so like dress down. Yeah,
0: like so like the sweatpants I have were like fit it. So I like put some boots on. Yeah. Did my makeup, did my hair and it was like cool. Like it didn't look so dressed downy And It didn't look like I was running to the store or going to the gyms. I do like that style. But I'm really big on, like, looking, being, like, chic, but being super comfortable. But being comfortable, which is
3: another That's thing that sweet. I think I wanted to touch mm-hmm. on, too. For me, I wear, I literally wear heels every day. Seriously? Every day. But I have to for work. I'm a hostess, and, it, like, I have to wear heels. And even on my days off, my feet be killing me. And I be like, dang, I'm wearing heels again. Like, it's my day off. Girl, <laughs> wear some sneakers. I, wear, I see a lot of stylists that incorporate that, like, major stylists. They're, like, mm-hmm. comfortable sneakers for me are a big thing, and I'm, I need to get more into that comfortable mm-hmm. sneakers. Those are cute,
0: though. We are in New York. These those are,
3: are d- my walk to the train. Those are They're so Adidas cute. They're Adidas tubulars, but these literally are my walk to the train, and you see my boots are right here with my heels <laughs> on it. Like, I'll be changing those in 30 minutes. But um, incorporating sneakers. Like, we're in New York City, so I definitely think, like, the, the Balenciaga trainers – have been very popular lately and just sticking to being a girl the florals the lace just but well, being comfortable but i
2: don't know i feel like there's like girl lee and there's like there's like still people who like kind of want to dress that they want to dress and i think that's why like i was really here for like the cozy movement yeah i know there's mm-hmm. a few people on my instagram who i may do there so is a photographer shot by D. I'm, mm-hmm. I think that's like her photographer. Yeah, I've, name. Heard, I've heard of her. Yeah, I've but heard, like yeah. she does, she does really dope work, and like she did this one like cozy session, and it was it was it was dope. I feel like I feel like I don't know feminine, y'all. This word femininity. 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 Yeah, femininity. Oh, yeah, you got to right. Um, I feel like that can be expressed in multiple ways, but at the same time, I do because like the the blush pink sweatsuits. Or like with a really nice like baby blue coat, like I've seen people do it really, really well, and still like I'm like, like dress at mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But I'm I have to learn to be on the heels of the wave too,
3: right? I gotta, I gotta I practice just, that. I <laughs> like, love the cozy moment. I just I just want girls to not. I just hate when I see everybody looking the same.
0: Mm. Wait, I just want I just want to say this. You can be sexy with clothes on, yeah. Because I feel like people feel like they have to. Like, if you show your, say if you're showing your boobs, there's nothing wrong with covering up your legs. Like, I'm seeing over Instagram, these, like, Instagram models, everything is out, and it's, like, when, like, it's a borderline. Like, it's I've seen people look sexy, and you only see their neck and their hands. Like, and they still gape with sexy looks. So what's something that you feel, like, what's a look that's sexy but yet not so revealing that? You will put together Okay. For I
3: talk about this all the time. I work at Tile Downtown, and these girls, they come in, like last night was freezing cold in New York City. These girls come in with open toe sandals. It's March, open toe mm-hmm. sandals, the shorts. Some of them wear no coats. And I literally always say to my fellow hosts and the security, I'm like, I'm a leather and fur type girl. Where's the leathers and the furs? Like, we can wear jeans and a crop sweater and be sexy. We don't right. have to wear rompers in the winter or how some of us say going in and get summer drawer to go out in the winter time like you don't have to do that you can wear you can wear an oversized button up and that means the boobs are not even right y- there's nothing tight on the boobs at all in a pair of jeans and you can have on some bedazzled hills and some nice cocktail rings and that's fashionable and now you flexing and it's still sexy I'd rather you know, exactly. You know, like,
0: I, I feel like I mean, I don't want younger girls to feel like in order to be sexy not saying that they should be, you know, but let me take out the younger girls who are but I don't want girls to feel like in order to be sexy they have to be naked. Yeah. And that's
3: what like because H and M trend they do they do good with that. Like they I can get a, a whole H and M trend outfit and wear it to the club. And now you are gonna be looking at me up and down trying to figure out every piece what I got on. You don't no, even know it might be H like trend instead of my whole butt and my and a skin tight bedazzled romper that like these famous Instagram boutiques are selling. I don't think it's too at cold at all.
0: That's why I'm just like that's why I'm just like like I don't know, like I, even on New Year's Eve I have wore this dress that like yeah, it was short. So, my legs was out, but everything else was covered up. But I was still, I still felt sexy. And it was just like, you know, a girl had made a comment, like, you look so sexy today. I can't even see nothing. And I'm just like, yeah. Hmm. Well, <laughs> I appreciate it. I'm like, thank you. But yeah, at the word. same time, I'm just like, yeah. My it's last crazy trend to, I wanted to say, the last trend um,
3: I wanted to speak on was upscaled sleeves, which I think that all you ladies would appreciate. Which upscaled sleeves could be like, the one poofy sleeve and one might be missing, or like long extended sleeves we've been seeing this season, or like with the ruffles that I was saying earlier. And you could throw on a pair of jeans or a pair of skinny jeans in the hills, and that's fashion right mm-hmm. there. That style. So some of us, sometimes, you know, we say it's hard for us to get dressed or whatever. For me, statement pieces are everything. You could find a nice top and just put it on with a regular pair of jeans. Put on some heels, put on some black booties, put on you a nice ring, some studs, and there you go. Simplicity, fashion, you killing it.
0: And I think we covered everything this week, I y'all. I think we did. All right, wonderful. Um, While we we it up episode three? Boop boop woman's history month. Yes.
3: Carefree black and, and girl, girl. <laughs> So um
1: <laughs> my name is I S Jones. You can find me on Instagram, maybe on Facebook sometimes, but mostly Instagram at A R U R I A N S H I R E and also Bree, where can we find you?
2: Okay, so yes, Brianna Danielle. um, That's the name that I go by, but you can call me Bri. WhereSheBegins.com is where you can find everything, but then also you can find my other socials there, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff.
0: Ivy, Ivy Like Blue. No E at the end. You can find me on Ivy Like Blue on Instagram and Twitter.
3: And I'm Daj. Instagram, everything, and why everything is about New
0: York. Someone tell Dodge get on Twitter please. Oh yeah Right <laughs> CFBG Pod Dodge make a Twitter <laughs> 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 All right. But um yeah. And get like what a hundred followers. It doesn't matter. Twitter is the only thing that's consistent right now. Like Do you think so? Social network because wise.
2: Instagram the way that they change the algorithm, which I'm not with if people I'm not there, with Facebook it either. Yeah, so people are really shying away from Instagram. This is someone who like looks at audience traffic and like blogs and stuff like that. Twitter is where it's at. Twitter is where my traffic. is And it's from. a
0: direct conversation. And Black Twitter is like that. <laughs> that is, is real everything. life. Like okay. so, Word. dodge make a Twitter.
3: All right.
2: Thank you for listening. If you have any other um, comments, questions, keep up with the conversation using hashtag #CarefreeBlackGirl. Also, we're on Twitter at #CFBGPod um and then from there you can find all of our other socials thanks for listening bomba cloud <laughs> <laughs>